everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today I'm going to share with you the story of how I first started blogging, eventually podcasting, and the idea that I had that I wanted to write a book, which is really where this whole thing started. Last week, I shared with you guys about the season of my life where I discovered that I had actually genuinely been a part of a Christian cult for a decade of my life. I talked about how I learned that our leader had been accused of sexual harassment by multiple women over multiple decades. I learned that there were support groups for people like me on Facebook. I found Recovering Grace, which was an online community of people that were talking about things that had happened in the organization and the program at the training centers, just being really honest, trying to figure out how to deconstruct all the things that we've been taught and how to live normal life. So that was about eight years ago, as this is all going down. And as I'm getting into these Facebook groups, and I mean, I was obsessed, let's be honest. I was on there all the time, reading and commenting and just connecting with these people from all over the place who had these shared experiences that I did. And as I'm reading and I'm commenting and I'm talking to people, I am shocked to discover that many of them are either no longer Christians or just are really struggling with what they think about God, about any of this. And it was devastating to me. I I don't know what I expected to find, but I did not expect to find people who were just so lost in their faith. And it made me really evaluate my own life. Like, why why am I still a Christian? Why didn't I walk away from everything? And it's funny, I look back on that time and I was definitely a different person back then. I definitely really felt it was my job to kind of evangelize these people. And I think I did more talking and trying to convince and everything than I did um, just listening and being kind and loving. and uh, But I was just, I was passionate and I was um, devastated. And I just really wanted people to understand that the God that we had experienced was not the real God. And that he was not the God of the Bible, even the, the God that we had experienced, the Bible that we had experienced. None of that was actually true, but that wasn't accurate. And that you couldn't just base your entire opinion of God and the Bible off of the lies that we have been told and that people should just give it a chance for themselves and to discover that maybe it wasn't what we thought it was. And I remember there was a day that I was doing laundry in my basement and I was talking to God about it. And I was like, how do I do this? I just want to represent you well. Like I just want to be somebody who can accurately represent you to these people in my Facebook groups and just to the world at large. And I felt like he said, write a book. And thus began my journey of book writing, which in the beginning was very much, uh, I did not want to write a book. And I tried hard not to write a book and God kept pushing me towards writing a book. And so for the last seven years, I have been on this journey of writing a book. and. It's always kind of been the same idea. Uh, it's it's morphed definitely over time. But the idea of taking my story and the things that we were taught 
about God that were not true, that are also out there in mainstream Christianity and kind of just exposing those lies along with telling bits and pieces of my story. And right away, I had this idea of calling it, will the real Jesus please stand up? Just based on the fact that I had that experience with God, trying to figure out who the real Jesus was. I had no idea who the rapper Eminem was. And so I didn't know that that was kind of connected to anything he had said or done or saying. Uh, But that was my idea. I was like, I want to just pull out this real Jesus versus this fake God and fake Jesus of religion. I was naive. I did not realize that you can't just write a book. And so it began this ridiculous process of hope and struggle and expectation and disappointment. I went to my first writer's conference and I had nothing prepared. I had no idea what a one sheet even was or proposal. Came away from that going, I cannot do this. I have no idea what this is going to be like. I went to another writer's conference. I figured out how to write a proposal. A friend of mine who's an author gave me hers as an example that I kind of copy and use for formatting purposes. So, I mean, over the years, I have had agents that seemed like they were interested. I've had publishing companies and editors that seemed like they were interested, and it never actually goes anywhere. But in the process of writing this book, each person that has become involved in the process has changed it, has tweaked it, has moved it, onward. And I actually really like the book that I have right now. I went to a writer's conference in November, just this last year, 2020, with my sister-in-law down in North Carolina. And I wrote like most of the rest of the book. I think I have like three three chapters left that I really need to finish. And I love it now. I love this book. It's called Imposter Jesus, Rejecting Religion in a Search for the Real God. And it, once again, is kind of this cultural commentary. Each chapter has a topic that I feel like my experiences and the church culture or Christianese religion has just kind of twisted about God. And we just cover topics. Each chapter, we talk about my story, other people's stories, different things that connect with it. And so it's just this light, easy read kind of book that really just nails some of the stuff that I'm seeing in Christianity that just mirrors the experiences that I had. But it's not published yet because, oh gosh, publishing companies these days are not the same they used to be even like 10 years ago. They really want to sell books, which I mean, I get. I get that it's important to sell books, but they want you to have this platform, which is kind of like a bad word amongst people who are trying to write books because it's just really hard to build. A platform is supposedly all the people who already know you and already think you're awesome. So when you finally publish a book, they'll buy it. Problem is, it's really hard to build a platform when you don't have a book. And so that's where the blog started. I started having a blog because people said, well, you got to build a platform. Get yourself out there. Tell everyone you're awesome. Not something I like to do. It's so funny because being the Enneagram 4 that I am, I... I'm very much into authenticity and like genuineness. And so the fact that you want me to go out there and tell everybody that I'm awesome and try to prove that I'm awesome is really like difficult for me. But at the same time, I also want to be significant. And so I like, I want you to think that I'm great and awesome, but just naturally. (laughs) So, so screwed up. (laughs) So I don't want to have to try to pretend that I'm awesome. I just want to be significant. Like I want to be known that like, oh, she's got something important to say even if she's not awesome because she's just regular and authentic and genuine. So yeah, 
that's been a huge struggle and challenge as I've done this whole platform building thing. But so my blog, I started writing, which eventually it's turned into a website. And then social media accounts happened. I still refuse to be on Twitter because I feel like Twitter is just like this cesspool of nastiness. So, but I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I write my newsletter once a month, which tends to be more controversial than I think it's going to be. And I feel like every month I lose subscribers instead of gaining any, which is ironic and funny. Um, But my newsletter, Rethink, and it just talks about the same thing I talk about here on this podcast. Like, let's rethink some of this Christianese religious stuff that we are doing and believing and what's actually historical Christianity and what's just stuff we've added in over the years. So I don't know if I'll ever write this book. Like, I I hope I get to write this book. And I, I have a lot of other books in my heart and mind that I would love to write, but it's hard to break in. And people say, well, why don't you just self-publish? And I mean, there's issues with self-publishing. Yeah, I can sell it on Amazon and I can sell it on my website, but you can't get into bookstores. It's harder, that kind of stuff. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to just self-publish. I want people to say, yeah, this is significant. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll just, we'll see what happens. If God tells me to self-publish, I will definitely self-publish this book. But as I'm beginning this whole book journey, and as I'm sitting on my laundry room floor that day, talking to God and hearing him just say, write a book. I am so glad that I did not write the book that I originally wanted to write because I was not at the place I needed to be. There were three books that came out right about the time that I was contemplating writing my own book. And they made me really angry. I never read them because why would I read something like that? That was my attitude. But I was frustrated because they were written by women who had experienced some form of evangelical Christianity and then kind of walked away from it. And one of them was by Rachel Held Evans. One of them was by Elizabeth Esther. And one of them was by Addie Zierman. And they were all memoirs. And they were all this idea of these people who had kind of like pushed away evangelical Christianity. And and that just irritated me and my (laughs) religious heart at that point. Because I had this prideful attitude of like, if I can do this, if I can go through this cult and come out on the other side loving Jesus, like, why can't you? And, oh, I'm so glad that book did not get published because that is not, that is not who I am anymore. And that's not my heart. And that's not what anyone needs to be reading. Like, that's not going to help anybody. So the next thing that happened in my life happened about three and a half, four years ago. And it was significant. And we're going to talk about this next time. But this is something that just broke me and showed me my own religious heart, my own focus on behaviors and getting people to change in ways I thought they should change. It showed me just the religious nature of my book. And everything changed at that point in my life and in my heart. And the book that I'm writing now is completely different. <laughs> I am a much more humble person. And I understand that if you are walking away from Christianity, it's because you've experienced something deeply painful and wounding. And it's really hard to know how to find truth after that kind of stuff. After you've been just confused and hurt and broken, how do you, how do you go back to something that hurt you? So I get that now. And the book that I'm writing now, I feel like is much more just soft and gentle and genuine and humble and full of questions and asking 
Like, what if? What if? What if this isn't who God really is? What? What if that isn't really what He wants from us? What? What if we're missing it? What if we have become just one more set of Pharisees, and we're missing Jesus? What if He's not who we think He is? And people hear that and they think that I'm like progressive. Which, if you read my stuff, you know I'm not. And you listen to my podcast, I'm I'm not progressive. I am this lovely middle balance of. Like, let's question all these traditions and religious stuff. But at the same time, I am solidly orthodox and historical in my theology and the things that I believe about God and about sin and about salvation and about us and about creation and about all this kind of stuff. Like, I just am walking this weird, messy middle way of trying to figure it all out. So that's how the book is, too. And I, I don't know. I really like it. When I first was reading my writing my book, I, I did not like it. I did not like my book. I did not know what I was supposed to be saying in my book. I kind of had it jumbled together, but it was just difficult and it was hard. And I was always happy to just not write for months and months at a time. And as it has progressed over the last eight years, I feel like I know what my message is. I know who my audience is. And I'm excited to see what doors God will open. I just turned 40. And I just feel really excited about my 40s because I think that this is the decade that things might happen. I've had enough life experience now. People might actually think I have something to offer. Um, I'm not going to make the same stupid, immature mistakes that I made in my 20s and 30s. And and I, I don't know. I like 40s. So we'll see. Maybe this will be the decade that God just opens doors and I get to to write books. And it's funny because I started my blog and I started my podcast, all this kind of stuff in this goal of writing a book. And it's honestly morphed into kind of its own ministry. And if I never get to write a book, I honestly don't even care because I feel like you, my audience who's listening right now, like that's a ministry. And I'm excited about that. And the people that are on my social media accounts and we're just talking about Jesus and religion, like that's a ministry and I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about the blogs that I post occasionally and about my newsletter every month. And I'm, I'm content. If this is all that God wants to do that I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm content because I feel like I am, I know my message. I know that he's given me and it's like, Hey, come back, come back to the real Jesus because he might not be at all what you think he is. So in that way, I feel a bit like an old Testament prophet in that the message is come back, come back to God. And that's still my message today is come back, come back to God and discover who he really is because he might be completely different than you could ever imagine. So next week, we are going to jump into something that I really haven't talked about um, before because it was just kind of too recent and too painful to really know how to handle. I wanted to handle it with grace and appropriately without saying anything that shouldn't be said. So. I, I'm excited to talk about it because I feel like I'm at a place now where I can look at it kind of objectively and um, just speak truth with grace and humility without anger. And um, yeah, so it's going to be good. So I'm looking forward to that next week. Join me then. Until then, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.